So I be living, living, living every moment. Oh my God. Ah, good morning. What is happening? It is Saturday. Got a great day. Got a great show for you. Total, definitely a show. Definitely not just a stream of consciousness or anything like that. Uh, but I want to talk about Nana today. I posted about her yesterday. She passed away about a week and a day ago, but I didn't know how to post. I didn't know what to do, whatever. Um, but I can't do an episode or I can't really go on without kind of doing an episode for her, not to just do a tribute, but because it's just so heavily on my mind every time I do this, I want to just kind of do one so that way I can kind of move on a little bit. But I wanted to share just some funny stories that I really liked, um, just so I can remember them as well. Uh, am I going to cry? Maybe. Um, so, uh, first off, my grandma lived with me, Nana, with my dad's mom. When I was like in high school, she moved in. So she was lived from New York, where my parents are from. That's why she had that accent. And I could, I could do it like this really well. I could do a pretty good Nana impression. She has these crazy sayings that she says all the time that I'll probably carry on. Like, it's hotter than Kelsey's nuts outside. I don't know who Kelsey's, Kelsey is or why she has nuts and why they're so hot. But that was one of her sayings. What else? She's uh, it's your sister's ass. Go scratch your ass. She told me to go get lost in traffic a, a bunch. So, anyway... She would visit all the time. She lived with my aunt in New York. And then when she moved down, well, she was traveling back and forth. And my dad renovated the house, made a room. And there was a room for her. So she kind of just stayed for longer and longer. And then she ended up living there. So I was in high school. She was living there. So then every time I came home, I'd bust her balls. And we were doing a lot together. And I don't know. She was just always, I loved messing with people. And she was one of the best to mess with because she was old. And she would laugh so much. And then... I would get her to say crazy things. So she would curse at me. She'd call me names. And it would be hilarious. And then when my friends would come over, it was like a, it was like I would try to get her to say, they couldn't believe what I would say to her. I'd say like crazy things. And then she would say, what? And it, it was just hilarious. Take her to the movies. She'd yell and say nuts things. And then later on in life, it was too loud for her. So she would like <laughs> would complain about the noise all the time, but would still love to go. And then when we, I said this on my post, I said a few of the stories. I'm going to try not to repeat the stories, but we'd go in the movie. I think it was Inception, and it was so confusing that she, she got pissed off. And then at the end of the movie, I was in shock, and I turned to her. I'm like, that was incredible. She's like, don't ever take me to the movies again. <laughs> and I was like, okay, perfect. And it was really great. Um, I even took her to see the friggin' Wolf of Wall Street, okay, with two of my friends. And the first scene was like, they're snorting drugs off a hooker's ass. That's how the movie starts. And so she was just laughing at that. She was easygoing. It was hilarious. But that was crazy. Um, another one more later in life was when she uh, she broke her tailbone. Not like snapped it in half, but like fractured it because she fell on her butt. And it hurt her butt. And then she, I was in the hospital with her and she couldn't like move well. She couldn't lay. It hurt. And then she... <laughs> She farted. She passed gas when she went from the bathroom to the, the thing. And she's like, oh, I'm, I got a cracked ass. <laughs> I got a cracked ass and I'm cracking ass. But <laughs> And it made me crack up. But before she made that joke, she was so in such a bad mood the whole day. She was just grumpy because she's sitting in the hospital. It sucks. She can't really walk. It sucked. And then she said that out of nowhere. And it really caught me off guard, so I'll never forget that. I don't know where, like, where she came up with that. Cracking ass is a new way of saying you farted. And she also had a cracked ass. Very unique opportunity to use that one, and she took it. So that's what I loved. <laughs> um, 
what else was there? We used to walk around the neighborhood. She used to walk a lot. And then later in life, she couldn't walk as much. So that was a, a really hard time as well. We took her to freaking Jamaica. We took her on cruises. I got freaking vertigo from going on the cruise because she couldn't walk that much. So I'd walk up and down the cruise to hang out with her, hang out with my brother and sister. And the cruise was the wobbliest cruise of all time. The waves were crazy. So I got freaking vertigo after that cruise. And that's not a, that's not an exaggeration. I came off that cruise loopy headed. It was nuts. There was other stories too. Um, what else? Oh, people wrote on my story that my my legs, my quads. She would see them. She would be like, "That house." She would think something's wrong with me. She said, she said once that my legs look like they were pregnant. So that's kind of nuts. Every time I saw her, this was funny. She would always say I had a beard because I like when I got older and had it. I think she imprinted in her mind I was younger, so I would have a beard. She's like, "You have a beard! Oh my god!" But it's been like every time I see her, she would say that. And it wasn't like dementia. It wasn't like uh, she was losing her memory. It's just like some memory she just didn't stick with her because she had a really good memory still. She remembered like random things and random dates. I think she just started to slowly not form many new ones, and the beard would take her off guard. And maybe she would look at pictures of me on her phone or something. And I didn't have a beard. And then I'd always, I said this on my story too, I'd always be 10 pounds heavier or 10 pounds lighter, depending on when she saw me. And I weighed myself every day. I was big in the health and nutrition. I would never, uh, I would never fluctuate that much, but like it was always, always random. I could never tell if she would think I would look heavy or think I would look tiny, really thin. Oh, and another one is speaking of thin is I had, uh, when I got a little older and I got the beard, my face got a little more chiseled, I guess. And she said my face, she tried to say like chiseled, but she said sunken. She said I had a sunken face. So my dad, my dad heard that and thought it was like the rudest thing anybody could say, but she didn't mean it like that. And I loved it because like, oh, I got a sunken face. And she's like, yeah, you got a sunken face. It's like, the, it sounds like I'm dying. So that's terrible. Um. But when it comes to the the weight, the I think it was just a different shirt I was wearing or clothes. I don't know. She oh, I was it was unbelievable. It was like so you gained weight. I look thicker. Some days I look skinny. She told me to eat something when I felt like I was. I just got the heaviest I've ever been. She's like, eat something. Uh, I got to tell the story when we came home from dinner. It was like a birthday dinner. We go to Hibachi where it's like the biggest amount of food you could ever eat. I eat so much. And the thing was, if she doesn't see me eat long enough. If she doesn't seem watch, she loves watching me eat. She's Italian grandmother. If she, if she, if you're in the house, you gotta eat. I would literally like make sure I ate while she's around, so she would know I ate. Because if she doesn't, she doesn't see it, she doesn't believe it. So when we're at the at Tabachi, I ate really fast, and usually I eat other people's plates, but like they finish their own food too, as normal people do. So I didn't have extra food. So I. Ate, and she's like, did you eat enough? I'm like, I had my whole plate. It's just gone. She's like, I didn't. She's like, I don't know about that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, they gave me a whole plate, and they didn't, like, she thought, like, I ate, like, they gave me a skimpy plate or something. So we get home. We walk in the door from dinner. We walk in the door from, all we did was go to dinner, and with the whole family. And then we come in, and she's like, Steve, you want to eat something? What are you, I thought she was kidding. She, she starts pulling out hot dogs from the freezer to make. I'm like, I just, we walked in from dinner. And she wanted to make me hot dogs, and I had to convince her that I'm stuffed because I just had that giant meal. So that was nuts. Um, and let me think of a few more. Um, she would just say crazy words to people. She didn't know race. She didn't understand how to say races correctly. Black people, colored people. But she loved everybody. She loved everybody. When I in the, at the end, towards the end, she was in assisted living, and she loved she loved the the peep the staff more than the people there. I don't know why. She always made friends with the most random people. 
but she loved her. everybody when I would come in they would tell me how much how loving she was and she would love them so much be, I love this lady she's the best lady every lady was the best lady to her and so that was a nice thing. And uh, somehow she flew on planes when she was that old. She couldn't really do it. She had to pee every two seconds. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other crazy ones that I didn't share yet. Um, but yeah, she was a lot of fun to be around. I loved having like me having her introduced to my friends and the crazy things she would say. So my friends would come over. They'd be tall. She's like, oh, look at this one. So tall, like a string bean. And like, because they were skinny or something or another person, ah, I sat next to this big fatso on the plane today. <laughs> it's like, like not thinking it's bad. Just saying like, just describing a person. Uh, she grew up in, she was born in 1930. Imagine that. And then she, we'd go to, oh, we'd go to CVS and, uh, pick up her friggin' cereals. And she talked to the manager over like 50 cents. Cause the, the, the thing said it was 50 50 cents off and there was like a deal you get two get 25 cents it was ridiculous we're counting quarters and I just I was like just get the, whatever come on and like she had to call the manager every time we went it was ridiculous but I liked going it was always fun I got to record it and videotape it and it started uh back in the day before even snapchat I would just voice record her so I got to find those because they were like two to five minutes long. I would just send them to my friends of her just rambling about something or I'd ask her crazy questions. She didn't think the moon was real. She thought the moon was uh, gas. I said, look at the moon because she, she loves the moon. She always used to love the moon. That's why I love the moon. And uh, she, was like, she always pointed out when it's a full moon, she loved it. And one day later on, I was like, isn't it crazy how it's just like a rock floating around and we can see? She's like, get the hell out of here. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, it's not a rock. I'm like, what is it then? And she's like... It's it's some gaseous thing. I'm like, what? And I, I didn't even try to argue because I'm like, I don't want to break her brain and break the news that it's, <laughs> it's a rock and it's floating. I don't know. But and then in my Earth Day video, she t I asked her about aliens and she said that just send love to the aliens. Everybody peace. No hate. Just love. That's in my video. So happy I made videos. Take pictures. Um, enjoy. And now I think I'm going to think of her as like to remind me to laugh and also just enjoy because she was very simple with that. She liked watching other people get scared. When I would, whenever I needed to cheer her up, I'd, I'd show her a video of like scare compilations, people just getting scared out of their wits. She would crack up. I don't know what it was about people getting so scared that she loved. Um, I used to scare her all the time, but then when she got older, I was afraid I was going to give her a freaking heart attack, but I used to scare her all the time. And like, it was the funniest cause I wouldn't have to do anything. I would just walk up to her and uh, quietly and she'd turn around and just see, I don't have to jump. I don't have to yell. And I would, she, I would scare her all the time and she'd say crazy shit. So that's it. That's Nana for you. Um, it's going to be sad not to see her at like. My wedding, my grandkids, my grandkids, my kids, whatever. That's like the most sad part, but it's temporary and you can't hold on to those things. Speaking of what I usually speak about on this podcast, the detachment, you have to let go of those things. I know part of me living was like trying to do things for her and have her live, but now it's like it's permanently gone. Like she's not going to be there for those things, so I can't live my life so it's a reminder that you can't live your life attached to things happening in that way because you just don't know and if you try to attach it that's going to cause so much tension and then you'll get really disturbed or thrown off Ooh, all right i'm not gonna tr try not to i've been crying all week 
Have a good one. <laughs> anyway, tomorrow I'll talk about training. I'm reading the Dream Big book. It's amazing. It's by Bob Goff. It's all about love and uh, chasing your dreams. And it's really helpful about ambitions. I want to get into the ambitions part because it's about how to find your one thing and what what you're focused on. It's like it's brand new. It just came out this week. So I'm always trying to hone in what I'm best at, what I'm trying to make my dream of with this life, what I'm trying to make a dream life out of. I know what I love to do, but I'm trying to... F- try to narrow it down because it's really hard to do so many things. And he talks about that. So I want to bring that up. And I want to talk about my training. I started a rehab training yesterday with split squats. My hips are tight as F. So that's it. Spread some love. Say a prayer for Nana. She doesn't really need it anymore because <laughs> she's passed over. But just know she's with everybody. And hopefully she's shared a little love and laughter. That's what she would love. All right. Enjoy your day and your weekend. It's Saturday. Go nuts. Whatever. Toodaloo. Do not ask who Steve BC. I'm so proud to be in my species. Yeah, you were the one. We are the one. We are the same thing. Showing the love. Spreading the love. That's what we made with. This is your life. This is your life. Gotta create it. We are alive.